I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Bold Life Podcast, where today we're talking about battery chargers and battery drainers. How some people charge our batteries and fill us with energy, but others drain our motivation and prevent us from reaching our goals. I want to start with a story about how much I love the Olympics. Basically, every time the Olympics are on, I'm glued to my TV for two weeks. It doesn't really matter what sport, I'll watch most of it. And the reason I love the Olympics so much is that it fills me with motivation and excitement to watch these athletes that have worked so hard for so long reach their dreams. Everyone loves an underdog story, and there are always plenty of these stories at the Olympics. Someone who has overcome incredible odds, has worked beyond what most of us could even dream of doing to really reach their goals. My favorite Olympic story of all time is from the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta. The American gymnastics team, women's gymnastics team, was on their last event, an event called Vault. If you don't follow gymnastics, that's okay. Vault is the one where they run really fast down the runway, jump on a springboard, and launch themselves into the air over top of a sawhorse, flip and twist a bunch of times, and land on the other side. So the Americans are up. Like I said, it's their last event. They have to nail their performances to win gold for the U.S. team. I can't remember how long it had been since the American women's gymnastics team had won gold, or if they even ever had, but I remember this was a really big deal. It was a huge deal that they were that close. Unfortunately, the first couple team members up for the American team didn't do very well. There were a few falls, and the last member of the team to go was a young woman named Carrie Strug. So she has to nail her performance to win gold for the U.S. team. So she stands at the end of the runway. She prepares. She runs down the runway, launches herself over the vault, lands on the other side, and falls. And we know right away by watching, by looking at her face, that something is wrong. She's in obvious pain. Something has happened. We learned after that she actually ripped a couple of tendons in one of her ankles on this first vault. But Carrie Strug had to get up and land her second attempt to win that gold medal. So she picked herself up, walked back to the end of the runway, ran down the runway again, faulted, twisted and spun a bunch of times, landed basically on one leg, saluted the judges, and then collapsed in pain. She actually had to be carried to the awards ceremony by her coach because she couldn't walk and her leg was all bandaged up. 
Like I said, we learned after that she'd really damaged her leg and torn a bunch of tendons and ligaments. She had a pretty big injury that most of us probably couldn't even walk if we had had that happen to us. But somehow, this remarkable young woman was able to find the mental strength to get back up again, run down the runway, launch herself into the air, flip and twist, and land on the other side on a busted ankle and win gold for the American team. Yes, they won. It was amazing. It was so exciting. Talking about this and thinking about Carrie Strug at the Olympics still makes me excited years later. It's really what actually got me interested in psychology in the first place. I was interested in why are some of us capable of these amazing things? Why can some of us push through what would be unimaginable pain and injury for many of us and do things most of us only dream of doing? How do we develop this mental strength? I bring up the story of Carrie Strug because for me, she's a battery charger. When I think about her story, when I talk about her story, I start smiling. I'm smiling right now as I'm recording this. It fills me with the sense that, man, we can do amazing things. And if she can do this, I can do this too. Talking about this story fills me with motivation. It fills me with energy and helps me keep on track on those days when I'm struggling, doubting myself and doubting my abilities. We all have these stories, people who inspire us, people who fill us with energy and motivation. Sometimes these are people that are close to us, whether it's our family, friend, a mentor that we've worked with. Sometimes these are stories of people that we aspire to be like, whether it's an athlete like Carrie Strug, a leader in our field, someone else that's in a position where they've been able to show their strength and show what they can do. These people, whether they're friends and family or famous athletes or success stories, they all have one thing in common. Talking to them or learning about them makes us feel a certain way. It makes us feel like our hearts are growing. We might even feel a little flutter of excitement in our stomach when we're around these people. We feel more confident, like we can dream bigger and do more things. After talking to these battery chargers, we have more energy, we're pumped to go home and keep working on our goals. It's like we've been given a jolt of energy to our batteries. Not only do these battery chargers give us energy, they challenge us to do more. Carrie Strug, for me, challenged me to believe in the power of mental strength and how much I could do if I developed that strength myself. These battery chargers challenge us to reach for goals we never even thought possible. Being around a battery charger, you will feel excited, hopeful, optimistic, and full of energy. Unfortunately, we're also around battery drainers. We all know these people. The ones who we feel mentally and physically exhausted after we talk to them. Totally different experience than talking to a battery charger. When we're around battery drainers, instead of feeling energized and excited, we feel like the life has been sucked out of us. If we're talking to a battery drainer about our hopes and our goals, we're going to feel less excited after because they're pulling that energy, pulling that motivation away from us. 
when we're around battery drainers, we start to doubt ourselves. We have less energy and enthusiasm. We feel defeated. We maybe even start to feel a little bit cynical about the world. Any of those negative emotions can come up around battery drainers. You've probably heard of the idea of a fixed or a growth mindset, and this really fits into our discussion of these battery chargers and our battery drainers. I know a lot of times in popular culture right now, we talk about being growth mindset focused, but the original meaning of what this is to be growth mindset focused has been a bit lost. Usually when people talk about having a growth mindset, what they mean is that they want to get better. They want to improve their lives. Totally. Everyone wants that, right? Everyone's going to agree that they have a growth mindset. Well, that's not actually true when you look at the original research on what having a growth mindset means. Having a growth mindset means that you believe you can change. Not just that you want to grow and get better, but you believe you have the ability to do it. This is important because not everyone believes we can change, or at least not in all areas. People who have a growth mindset believe that every attribute, every quality we have can be changed or learned through hard work and effort. People with a growth mindset believe that you can become more intelligent through studying and learning, that you can become more wealthy through dedicated practices and learning new strategies to develop your income. Even things like appearance, people with a growth mindset believe you can change that through exercise, through eating differently, all these things that you can do to make yourself different. In contrast, people who have a fixed mindset believe that hard work is not going to get them anywhere. They believe they are who they are, they're born that way, their traits are fixed, their circumstances are fixed, and there's nothing they can do about it. If you've ever heard someone talk about how lucky someone else is because they're smart or successful or whatever, that person talking has a fixed mindset. They believe people are either smart or they're not. They're wealthy or they're not. They're successful or they're not. And there's nothing they can do about it. They don't believe that they have the power to change. They believe their skills are fixed. They're set. Again, there's nothing they can do about it. When someone who has a growth mindset fails or hits an obstacle because they believe at their core that they have the ability to change and that what they do makes a difference, they view this failure as a learning experience. They say things like, it's okay, I failed, I can learn from this experience and I'll do this differently next time. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z so I don't get into this situation again. Failure for someone who has a growth mindset is just something that happens. It's not something about them as a person. In contrast, when someone who has a fixed mindset fails, they view it as a personal attack or loss. I failed, so I'm a failure. It's something personal about me because my traits, my qualities are things that I can't change. When I mess up, when things go wrong, it says something about me as a person. We can all have growth or fixed mindsets in different areas. It's not all or nothing. You might believe intelligence is fixed, but that we can learn other skills like athletic aptitude. Or you might believe that creativity is fixed, but you can develop your intelligence through practice, for example. 
If you want to learn more, I'd really encourage you to read Dr. Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. This is a really great book. Dr. Dweck was one of the original pioneers of this idea of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And what I love so much about her book is she is a PhD psychologist. She's a research psychologist, but she doesn't write like a researcher. Sometimes when we come from academic backgrounds, we have a certain style of writing that's really tough to read. I love Dr. Duick's book because it's so easy and straightforward to read. And she talks about the research, but not in a way that's complicated, in a way that really makes sense. Again, go find this book. It's great. So back to our discussion of battery chargers and battery drainers. People who are battery chargers tend to have a growth mindset. They cheer us on and they fill us with energy because they truly believe that you can change. They believe you can get better. And they're not just there to be cheerleaders. They're there to push you and encourage you to try new things and to learn because they have this growth view that if I keep practicing, if I keep trying, I can get better. So they keep you moving forward. Battery drainers, as you can imagine, tend to have a fixed mindset. They talk about things like how life's not fair and they never catch a break, how the world is against them. They say, you know, nothing I can do will make a difference. It's all just luck. So why bother? So when you're talking to someone who's a battery drainer and you're telling them about this new project or this new goal that you want to work on, they're going to pull you down because they don't believe that any of us can really make a difference that we can really change our circumstances because they're coming from this fixed view that working hard and doing our best is not going to make a difference. It only matters if we're lucky or not. Sound familiar? Can you think of someone in your life that might fall into this battery drainer category? Can you see how being around people like this would drain our mental energy, would zap our motivation, and would make us feel like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't try. Maybe I shouldn't keep going forward. We've all heard before how important it is to be around people that motivate us. It's more than just that simple. Our brains thrive being around battery chargers. Our brains love stimulation and happy feelings, and feelings and hope are contagious. So being around other people who are not just optimistic, but have this growth mindset where they truly believe that if you work hard and keep learning, you're going to improve, can help us want to be better. Our brains latch onto this. They love it. These are the ones that help us strive for more. Our brains don't like being around battery drainers. It's frustrating to be around these people. It's tiring. And it also keeps us in a rut. It's hard for our brains to get motivated to change when everyone around us is telling us not to. Whether they mean it to be supportive or not, they're still telling us, these battery drainers, that no, it's not worth taking this risk. It's not worth trying these new things because if you fail, you're a failure versus someone who's a battery charger and has growth mindset focus says, yeah, you might fail, but you can use those failures to learn so next time you do better. Our brains are super social. They're really impacted by those people around us. Think of the last time you were around someone who's excited about something new in their life. 
Maybe they got a new job they were super pumped about, or maybe they had a big success at home or with their health. You started to feel pretty excited too when they were talking about it, right? Now think about what it was like last time you were around a battery drainer. How did that feel? Because our brains are social, we take on this energy that we get from others. If we're surrounding ourselves with positive energy, with energy that's focused on growth and learning, our brains feed off this and get stronger. We're going to feel more courageous, more willing to challenge ourselves. But if we're surrounded by negative energy, people that doubt themselves and doubt others, we're going to be less likely to try new things. We're going to be more prone to stress and worry and depression, and our negative thoughts are going to start to eat at us. Think of your brain like a new tree that's just starting to grow. If we surround ourselves with a bunch of nutrient-sucking plants that are just trying to steal your sun and water, then you're not going to grow. You're going to stay stuck. But if you surround yourself with different plants that bring in bees and other insects to help you grow and pollinate, that spread the canopy and allow you to see the sun, you're going to grow and prosper. We can't control everyone around us. Some people we're stuck with. Maybe some of our coworkers, some family and friends. It is what it is. We can't always get rid of these people. But we can control how much energy we let them zap from us, how much time we spend with them, and what we talk about. Think about those battery drainers in your life. Do you let them go on and on for hours about how awful the world is and how it's so hard and everyone else is so lucky or how everyone else has it in for them and nothing's fair? Or do you stick to short visits, deflect the conversation elsewhere, limit those conversations so they're not sucking energy? Remember, you can control these conversations. There are some people that you can control and there are ways to find more battery chargers in your life. Remember, this doesn't have to be people that you're super close with and see day to day, like your family and friends. I've never met Carrie Strug, but her story at the Olympics continues to motivate me to this day. It continues to help me when I'm in a tough time, when my energy is down. Thinking about stories of people like Carrie Strug motivates me and charges my batteries. Maybe your battery chargers are someone like this, someone who's done incredible things, who has kept going and kept going and learning and growing until they were successful. Again, it can be an athlete or a leader in your field or an actor or a famous personality who has really worked hard to be successful. Maybe it's someone that you wish would be a mentor in the future. One way to get closer to these mentors is start taking classes. Follow people that you aspire to be like on social media, read books about them, read books that they've written, watch movies about these people, learn about these battery chargers, and let them feed your brain with energy. You can also look closer to home in your community, whether it's meetups or join Facebook groups where you can find people who have that same growth focus, who want to learn and continue to learn and challenge themselves. Like all new things, finding these new battery chargers and Spending more time surrounded by these chargers takes effort. It's hard to get out there and meet new people. It's hard to change who we're used to spending time with. But I promise if you surround yourself by battery drainers all the time, it will hold you back. 
Remember, our brains only have so many resources, and we don't want to waste them on battery drainers. Find people who charge your batteries, who fill you with hope, who encourage you to do more, to push yourself, to challenge yourself. Not just people who talk up your ego, but people who really inspire you to be more. Right now, take out a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle. On the top of one side, I want you to write battery chargers and the other side, write battery drainers. Now go through and think about everyone in your life, your friends, your family, your coworkers, put each of them in the column they fit in. Are they a battery charger? Do they fill you with energy? Do you feel more motivated after you talk to them? Or are they a battery drainer where you feel zapped, exhausted, like your motivation's on low when you spend time with them? If you're struggling to think about how you feel around these people, think about, do you come away feeling refreshed or do you want to crawl in bed and have a nap? That's probably a good sign. Now take a look at your list. Is your list of battery drainers bigger than battery chargers? Then it might be time to take a serious look at who you spend time with and make some shifts to spend more time with the battery chargers in your life. Your unique personality can also impact how you handle stress, whether you reach your goals and what strategies can boost your energy. If you want to learn more about your unique stress personality, head on over to my website at drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz to take my free quiz. Based on your personality, you'll get my top tips for boosting energy and productivity and learn how your stress style impacts whether you achieve your goals. Remember, we can choose whether we surround ourselves with people who charge our batteries, who give us energy and motivation to keep working towards our goals, or whether we surround ourselves with people who drain our batteries, who zap our energy, make us doubt ourselves, and keep us stuck in a place where we aren't happy with our lives. We get a choice of whether we feed our brains with people who are focused on growth and development and change, or those who are stuck and aren't helping you grow. Thanks for listening today. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. 